Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. Yada haya. Shalom. Good morning, everyone. From a chilly Georgia today, this morning. Yes, we're All here. All praises to Ahaya through Yeshaya. That's right. All praise to the Most High. He's everything, and uh, we're uh, with Scriptures Across the World and Watchman Street Ministry here on Repent Radio, on Anchor and Spotify, and I think they're changing Anchor's name to Spotify for podcasters, so we could say now that we're Spotify, and we've got a prayer, praise, testimony, and discussion line. And the number is 407-476-7163. And that number is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And you can call or you can text. We also receive text. And um, if you have a praise report or a prayer request, a testimony or discussion, you can call in or text, and then we will broadcast it when we do a anchor, well, a Spotify broadcast, podcast um, on Repent Radio. And the number is 407-476-7163. That's right. And we have that other broadcast that we do. And when we do that one, we play the, the calls or we read the text where uh, ones have called in. And then, you know, we have also a lot of people that we pray for that comes through email, comes through Google Voice, comes through Facebook Messenger. And uh, that's what we're to do, you know. That's right. We are members of the body of Yeshia, and um, we're spreading the gospel, repent, and be baptized in Ahia, Yeshia, the Holy Spirit, and for the remission of sins and the sins of our forefathers. Um, we offer that. So, yeah. Um, we're all in this, and let's get the gospel out across the world. And the number is 407-476-7163. And we're going to be in Genesis 37. We're reading through the scriptures. We started at the very first chapter of Genesis, and we'll be going to Revelation, and we'll do the discussion. This is a read and a discussion, we call it as well. And at the last chapter. Where you can be a part. That's right. You listeners out there. That's right. And then y'all can even get y'all's own podcast going. Learn how to do it and feed everybody. We all need uh, um, the spiritual nourishment. Yes, we And to do. get that, we listen and we read. Uh, you know, you've got your scripture books 
And so you need to be opening them up and reading the yeah, word. That's right. That's where the truth is. Yes, it is. And the number is 407-476-7163. And the last time we left off, it was talking about Esau's family, his yeah. descendants. We've been having some good discussions and learning some very important things that I'm sure some of you out there didn't know either. That's because right. Because if you're like we were, especially me, I was told I didn't have to read the Old Testament, that it didn't matter. And, you know, I even hear nowadays the New Testament don't matter. That's right, because it's So they just Greek. want to throw it away, you know. Uh, that's not true. You have to search the scriptures. They're that, all given by right. inspiration of Ahia for reproof, for correction, uh, correction instruction, yeah. It's all in the Word. That's you right. have to read it to find it. You sure do. And uh, in the 36, it was talking about Esau's family. And we sort of gave a little hint at who Esau is because it was talking dukes of the sons of Esau, dukes of this, And then my husband went around all afternoon singing that one song. Duke of Burrow. <laughs> and I would just <laughs> laugh yesterday. And I never saw that much, but I, I remember a little bit about it. But, you know, you've got dukes and you've got kings and queens and princes. And what do they got in England? And then they call them dukes. They call them princes, kings, queens. Well, we know that the big King is we found decided. out Queen Elizabeth was black. The original one. Mm -hmm. Just like Shia. King James was black. <laughs> How could King Charles come from King James? That's right, because Esau and Jacob came from the same mother. I always get a sadness in my heart when we talk about how people have made a difference in color yeah i just never understood that growing up and i'm so sorry for everyone that's ever been taught to be racist that's right because uh i never bad. understood it and i used to remember as a child thinking gosh i'm glad i wasn't born that color because they were treated really wrong. You know, and we found right out down. the reason they were treated wrong was because they are the true Israelites, and Ahiah was because they didn't follow yeah, his laws. That's another thing. They too. were the ones that was given the law. The right. others weren't. They didn't listen. See, then you've got to look at that part, you know. there's the, There's that sad part that they got that, but yet there's that other part, like you say. You they know. didn't listen, and he and warned them. He, yeah. All through the scriptures. True. So we can't go around really, you know, how now I used to didn't understand, you know, when I was a child, I didn't understand why they got treated like that, you know. And I don't even think maybe they knew sometimes, 
you know, as a child, what was happening. Well, everyone's trying to teach them they're not, that it's a white man's book and it's not their book. Mm-hmm. And it was their book, not yeah, the white man's book. Yeah, just the so. opposite. So we've been taught a lot of lies, y'all. And whenever you're listening to our broadcast, we're just talking from what the Holy Spirit leads us. And she guides us into all truth. That's right. And we're going to be in Genesis 37. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. So Joseph would be telling on them, you know. Now, Yasharala loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. Mm -hmm. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, okay, Loved him more than all his brethren. They hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Just think, they hated him because his dad loved him more, you know, Mm -hmm. than all of them. So jealousy. Right. They and could not speak peaceably with unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream. And he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were finding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about, and made obeisance to me my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his word. Here he's saying his sheep was going to be over their sheep, you know. Mm -hmm. In other words, they'd be obeisance to him. So that'd be what? Worship him, right? In a way, you would think that's what it would be. <clears throat> and he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. Saying that the sun, moon, and stars did obeisance to him. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him. 
and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him. But his father observed the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Yasharalah said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out to the Baal of Hebron, and he came to Shechem, and a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. <clears throat> so they're wanting to slay their brother. They're wanting to slay Joseph because, you know, he dreamed those dreams and his dad loved him more than any of the others, you know. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit. And we will say some evil beast have devoured him. And we sh shall see what will become of his dreams. You know, if they killed him, what? how would his dreams come true? them worshiping him, you know. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into the pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty there was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread, 
And they lifted up their eyes and looked. And behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels, bearing spicery and balm and mirth, going to carry it down to Mitzrayim, or Egypt. And Yehuda said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. They would just sell him, you know, to the Ishmaelites. As a slave, you know. Mm-hmm. Then, instead of killing them, because they're brothers. That's a fine way to treat your brother, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Then they're passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver and they brought Joseph into Mitzrayim and Reuben returned into the pit and behold Joseph was not in the pit and he rent his clothes and he returned unto his brethren and said the child is not and I, whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it, and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes, and put sackcloth upon his loins, and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianite sold him into Mitzrayim unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, and captain of the guard. Genesis 38. Well, they sold Joseph to be a servant. And here's Genesis 38. And it came to pass at that time that Yehuda went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adullamite 
whose name was Hara. And Jehuda saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua. And he took her and went in unto her. And she conceived and bare a son. And he called his name Ur. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she called his name Onan. And she yet again conceived and bare a son called his name Shelah. And he was at Chizib when she bare him. And Jehuda took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, Jehuda's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of Ahiah. And Ahiah slew him. Y'all don't think Ahiah won't slay people? That's what it said. Ahiah slew him. Mm-hmm. Because he was wicked. And uh, yep. Yehuda said unto Onan, Go in unto thy brother's wife and marry her, and raise up seed to thy brother. So he's telling his second son to go in unto his older brother's wife and to marry her and raise up seed for his brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground lest that he should give seed to his brother. And the thing which he did displeased Ahiah, wherefore he slew him also. The reason he slew him was because he wouldn't give seed to his brother by taking over, you know, because his brother didn't have any children and died. Then, okay. Then said Jehuda to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow at thy father's house till Shelah, my son, be grown. For he said, Lest peradventure he die also, as his brethren did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. And in process of time, the daughter of Shua, Yehuda, Judah's wife, died. And Yehuda was comforted and went up into his sheep shears to Timnath. He and his friend Hira the Adolamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law goeth up to Timnah 
to shear his sheep. And she put her widow's garments off from her and covered her with the veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is by the way to Timnath. For she saw that Shelah was grown and she was not given unto him to wife. So the third son, you know, got old enough and she was not given to his to be his wife. So when Yehuda saw her, he thought her to be an harlot because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way and said, Go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee. For he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, What wilt thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? So he's wanting to make love with her or fornicate with her. Mm-hmm. Fornication. Yeah. And not knowing that that's his daughter-in-law because she's dressed up as a harlot. And she's asking, what will you give me to, you know? And he said, I will send thee a kid from the flock. And she said, wilt thou give me a pledge till thou send it? And he said, what pledge shall I give thee? And she said, thy signet and thy bracelets and thy staff that is in thine hand. And he gave it her and came in unto her. And she conceived by him. And she arose and went away and laid by her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. So she tried to hide herself that, you know, about. And uh, Yehuda sent the kid by the hand of his friend the Adolamite to receive his pledge from the woman's hand, but he found her not. Then he asked the men of that place, saying, Where is the harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said there was no harlot in this place. And he returned to Yehuda and said, I cannot find her. Which is Israel. Yeah, Judah. Which is Yehuda, which is Judah. Right. This is uh, Israel's son, Judah. Oh. And said, I cannot find her. And also the men of the place said, that there was no harlot in the in this place. So they're wondering what harlot, you know, and 
Mm -hmm. And Yehuda said, let her take it to her, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this kid, and thou hast not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that it was told Jehuda, saying, Tamar thy daughter-in-law hath played the harlot. And also, behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Jehuda said, Bring her forth and let her be burnt. Because, you know, here she is, his daughter-in-law, and yet she played a harlot. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man whose these are, am I with child? And she said, Discern, I pray thee, whose are these? the signet and bracelets and staff that he gave her, you know, to. And Jehuda acknowledged them and said, She hath been more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Sheila, my son, and he knew her, Again, no more. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that, behold, twins were in her womb. And it came to pass when she travailed that the one put out his hand and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass, as he drew back his hand, that, behold, his brother came out. And she said, How hast thou broken forth this breach be upon thee? Therefore his name was called Therese. And afterward came out his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand. And his name was called Zarah. And uh, 30 minute, 31 minutes in the broadcast, I think 23 verses we can do. I think so. So Genesis 39. Now we're back to Joseph. And Joseph was brought down to Mitzrayim and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard. And Mitzrayim bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And Ahiah was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Mitzrayim. And his master saw that Ahiah was with him and that Ahiah made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, 
and he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that Ahiah blessed the Mitzrayim Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of Ahiah was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he knew not all he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Oh, my goodness. No wonder that I guess, wow, people need to read this Old Testament. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master, what is not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against Allahim? And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her, to lie by her or to be with her. Think about that. That woman is trying her best to get him to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. It's not just men wanting the women to sleep with them. It's also women wanting the men to sleep with them. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business. And there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. Imagine she caught him, I guess, garment would be the shirt. Or something, you know. And so she caught it and he ran and got himself out. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand mm -hmm. and was fled gone. Smart. <laughs> Like that old song, The Street Don't Look Too Late, you know. 
that she called unto the men of her house, and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in an Hebrew unto us, to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. And it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. And she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. This is what you'd call a setup. which probably happened more times than people would imagine. Mm -hmm. And she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass as I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled out. And it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. Imagine that. You don't mess with somebody's wife. And though that guy didn't, I mean, the guy didn't know that when his wife told her. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison. A place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But check this out though. But Ahiah was with Joseph. And showed him mercy. And gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So if you refuse to commit sin, even if it puts you in jail like it did him, uh, how you can give you, he'll give you favor. I mean, and Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison, but Ahiah was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hands all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, 
He was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because Ahiah was with him. And that which he did, Ahiah made it to prosper. Praise Ahiah. And that's the truth. He makes it that way. And tomorrow we'll be doing chapter 40. Praise Ahiah. Mm -hmm. But whatever Ahiah does, when he shows you favor, he gives you favor, he gives you mercy. He can make whatever you do prosper. If he did it for Joseph, he could do it for you. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is repent of your sins and give your life to Ahia through Yeshia. Praise Ahia for everything. People, we need to get right with the higher. Don't forget, y'all can call that number if you need to yep. be baptized or you might want to get married if you're a male and a female. Biologically. And uh, our number is 407-476-7171. And that number is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You can call it or you can text it. And y'all have a blessed day today. And Ahia willing, we'll do another broadcast this evening. Shalom. Much love. Thank you for your prayers. <laughs>